everybody. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. I'm Jeff Antoniak. Well, today is January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year. If you're watching this in real time, Happy New Year. And if you're watching this after the fact, yes, New Year's Day. So, of course, this is the time when everybody, it doesn't matter whether you're a jazz musician or not, we're thinking about the past and we're thinking about how we want this year to be better, how we want to have the rubber hit the road, we want to make strides, we want to become a better person, a better player, all that stuff. I love it. And that's, you know, I thought about what I wanted to talk to you about today. And so what I want to talk about is not striving for perfection. That's what we're going to get into. And by the way, we have the winner of the Jazzwire giveaway sponsored by Rovner Products. That's coming up in just a little bit, so hang out for that. So this idea that we do not want to strive for perfection. Now, I've seen this in my adult students, people that I work with at jazzwire.net. When I was teaching university, I saw this in my students there, and it's a paralyzing thing. I'm here to tell you that nobody out there, if you're watching this, perfection should not be your goal. You've all heard the saying, perfection is the enemy of good, or perfection is the enemy of done. And that is very true. Now, maybe you don't consider yourself a perfectionist. Maybe you don't have a diagnosis of OCD or whatever, but all of us get stuck in the mud by thinking we're not good enough. Oh, this will never be good enough. So we don't start. So, of course, we don't finish, right? So, uh, it won't be good enough, so we don't begin because it's not going to be good enough. No, no, no. So, that's what I want to do. So, I want to put some teeth to this, not just give you a little lecture on, yeah, rah, rah, get up and go. I want to put some teeth to this. What does this all mean? How do we practice? Okay, so that's what I want to talk about. So, the first thing I want to do, any of you that have worked with me inside Jazzwire or in other settings, um, know that I like to talk about the difference between what to practice and how to practice. So, of course, I have a PDF that I'd love to send you to have this all in front of you. Um, what? So, the what's that we practice may be a song. This is the song that I'm practicing. This is the etude that I'm working on. What are you practicing? My C major scale or these chord changes. So, those are objects that we practice. Then there is how. How is your tone as you play that C major scale? How is your tempo as you play that tune, right? So these are the hows that we have to think about. How are we performing? Now, I want to put it to you this way. Most things we practice begin as a what, okay? So I remember C major scale was something that I had to practice. What do I need to practice? C major scale, great. And whether that took me two minutes or two days or two months, I learned that scale but I still play it every day. It's now become a how. I don't have to think about what the scale is. I play that scale now and I think about how I'm playing it. Is my tone even? Am I playing with good rhythm? Can I play it faster? All those kind of things. The articulation, how am I going to articulate it? Most things start as a what exercise and then they shift to being a how exercise. Okay, so what I want to do is pause before we put more teeth to this and uh, tell you about the Jazzwire giveaway and who won. So we've had about 80 or 100 people send in emails entering the Rovner Products uh, contest. So Rovner has been kind enough to sponsor a full scholarship for six months for somebody to come in to Jazzwire. So I want all of you joining Jazzwire. 
you're trying to get better this year, jazzwire.net is the place to do that. But we have Ted Dobieski, a sax player from Connecticut, who's going to be joining us thanks to Rovner Products. That is incredible. Rovner, by the way, ligatures and so much more. I've been using Rovner ligatures since 1980. <laughs> so I've been playing these things a good long time. They're fantastic stuff. So this is the Van Gogh ligature that I use. I've tried all their ligatures. This one by far, huge sound. It's, it's an incredible uh, thing. So uh, second place, uh, we have from Bristol in the UK, Yoav Ben Shlomo has won. Sax player and flute player from the UK. Fantastic. And Rovner also is giving away a space shield, and that's Tom Gallo, a sax player from uh, here in the States. So three winners. Here's the thing. Everybody else that entered the contest is going to be sent a coupon code for 30% uh, off ligatures and clarinet barrels on, uh, on the Rovner site. So if that's of interest to you, if you send in an email today, we'll give you that uh, coupon code. It's really for everybody who entered the contest, but I want people to get a hold of some good Rovner stuff if, uh, if they can. So hey, congratulations to uh, everybody who was a winner. All right, so now let's talk about this idea of perfection is not a good thing. We're not going after perfect. We're going after good enough for today. Now, this seems like maybe I'm talking about dumbing it down or, oh, you're just adult amateurs. You don't have to play up to whatever level. No, I'm talking about grad students at the whatever the greatest school in the world is. At some point, you have to move on to the second thing. You can't just obsessively practice one thing over and over again. Odds of it getting perfect, pretty small. And so what about the second, third, 125th thing you need to learn? You're not going to get there. So at some point, we need to move on. So how do we do this? And how do we do it in a way that makes sense to our brains and makes us feel good about ourselves? So a good, simple rule, and I've heard this from many, many people and great teachers, is if you can do it three times well, if you can you know, check the box and play it three times in a row, you're done. Move on. For a lot of us, it's like, oh no, I need to do it another 25 times. No, move on. You're going to become much better, much more well-rounded. So let me give you some, some examples. I've got some examples on the sheet here. Things that I have students working on right now and things that I'm working on right now. So the first example on the sheet, the first four measures of Mr. PC by John Coltrane. So in the green community, so these are the novices at Jazzwire. And by the way, whatever level you're playing at, Green community is probably a good fit for you. So we're learning this song. So what can I play these notes? Can I play the rhythm? Can I play it more or less in time? Can I get the correct notes? Yikes. Okay, so <laughs> I got it. Uh, I hope nobody takes that little clip and says, hey, here's Jeff playing. Because that wasn't really me playing. Um, so yes, so what I did there, I got that correct. Now, someone may have to do a lot of practicing, and if you can do that three times in a row, you may be done, and now you move on to the next four measures of the tune. Okay, so that didn't sound fantastic, even though I got what was on the sheet correct. So for me, and for a lot of the Jazzwire students, we start talking about how we're going to play that. So one of the big things is we want to get this legato articulation thing together. How are we going to play those repeated notes so that they don't mush together? If we don't articulate enough, 
they mumble together and it doesn't sound like eight notes in the measure. If we over, if we tongue too much, as I did just a second ago, it doesn't swing. It sounds too much like a march. It's everything's over enunciated and it doesn't swing. Aha. Uh -huh. So this is a huge how. Now I've got folks that are working on this and it may be two, three weeks before they figure out how to do legato tongue. And this is going back and forth with me, which is of course the value of Jazzwire is you don't have to figure it out on your own because you probably can't figure it out on your own. That's why there's teachers. That's why professionals do this stuff is it's almost impossible to do on your own. Sorry to say. Legato articulation. some offbeat articulation and so we can experiment with that but you get the idea so that starts out as a what it becomes a how so when I can play that three times in a row I move on except for maybe my how for today is I want to play it at 280 or 275 on the metronome like John Coltrane okay so now I begin turning up the metronome so as you can see it depends where you're at it depends who you are where you're at on your instrument to what the little goal is for today. I know these notes. I got the what down. I've got a lot of the hows down. But so maybe I get to the point where today I'm going to try to play this melody at 280 on the metronome and get the articulation just right. So let's look at example number two here. This is a little bebop lick that I've been working on. I have a concert coming up actually next Thursday on January 7th. 2021. It's the opening night of Maryland Winter Jazz, and the concert, uh, the faculty is going to be doing a concert. And so we're going to be playing um, a great Cedar Walton tune called Firm Roots at about 300 or 310. And so I'm trying to get some vocabulary under my fingers, some fluidity. And this is one of those things. So here's what it sounds like. <laughs> It's a great rolling eighth note bebop sort of lick. So I know what the notes are. I can play it in some different keys that fit the song. So I've been working on the what for a little while now. So now I'm working on the how. And for me, that's fluidity of time and frankly, just the tempo. Can I get it at that really fast tempo of 300 or so? <laughs> Okay, kind of got it. There's some finger stuff I need to work out, and I know it's the left hand as I'm approaching the end of, uh, no, the beginning of the second measure. Got to work that out. And then there's some articulation stuff that I'm doing that's slowing me down. I'm sort of overdoing things articulation-wise. So I know some of the hows I need to practice. I know what to play. So let me give you one other example. Number three is an angular thing that's really hard to do on the saxophone and most wind instruments. This big angular jump down. This is from uh, a song Suspone or Suspone by uh, Mike Stern. Mike Stern's gonna be one of our super, super special guests next week. I can't believe it. Mike Stern, Chris Potter on the saxophone, Terrell Stafford, on and on. Um, and so we're doing this song at Maryland Winter Jazz, this cool tune. And uh, it's got these two 
items number 3A and 3B, these, these really weird angular jumps. And on the saxophone, it's one thing to play that on piano. Another thing on the saxophone or the trumpet or the flute. How do I get down to that low note? I've made discoveries about my embouchure now, you know, 40 some years into playing the saxophone because of practicing this damn thing like a thousand times. And I'm realizing putting pressure on the top of on the top of the mouthpiece takes my uh, lower lip pressure off the reed. It makes it speak a little bit better. So for me to play this three times in a row perfectly, it's almost impossible. So yeah, not there. I've got practicing to do. Um, now I could spend hours on that but I should not do that. So what I'm doing is exploring what to do different and can I recreate it three times in a row? Great, move on to the next thing. Tomorrow, come back, can you do it three times in a row? So I think you're getting a sense of what's going on here. But the overall thing I wanna tell you, this idea of perfection or you know, not getting started. There's just no greater sin than not getting started because it's not gonna be perfect. That is ridiculous. Please, please don't do that. Go for good and go for done. Go for, I practiced 15 minutes today. Don't worry that it was perfect or not perfect. Get up and running. Do a little bit of work every day. Just be good enough for today. And here's the thing, it builds, it builds, it builds. I see it constantly. So I would really love to work with you on jazzwire.net because you get support. We do this work together right? So congratulations to the Robner Products uh, winners, uh, Ted and Yoav and Tom. Congratulations to all the rest of you who entered. We're going to be doing another contest. You can enter again, and I really hope you uh, visit the Robner website and pick some stuff up 30% off. And um, for the rest of you, I hope maybe you turn, tune into the uh, concert next Thursday night. It's a live streaming thing. Um, we're asking for $20 donations but it's free. You can donate whatever you like. So I hope you come check it out. I'm going to have this stuff nailed, I promise. So Happy New Year to everybody. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're in the middle of a Happy New Year, and I really hope you're getting this work done. All right, have a great week. We'll see you next time.